where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. As we listen to the dying embers of Nine Inch Nails. Today, we're going to talk about how to get, how to deal with religious exemptions for the devil's serum. Now, I understand that many of you have taken the devil's serum and are totally fine with it. And there are some of you who are still deliberating whether to take it. And there's some of you who are intransigently never going to take it. You fall into my ballpark where I'd rather be put in a camp. Now, one thing that we should all have in common is we should respect the rights of those who don't want to get it. And I know this is very hard for the pro-devil serum people because they this is like their mission. You know what they say when you leave religion? You have to replace it with an ism. Some people, it's going to be veganism, atheism. You know, they have to replace it with some sort of crusade. And I think with some people, it's it's uh, vaccineism for a virus that, by all accounts, has a 99.6 survival rate. But how do you get around the mandates? Now, I understand some of you live in states like I do where the governors are saying, yeah, this isn't going to fly. So that's great, you know, and that could hold you over. But this this is an agenda. The agenda is everybody's going to get this. That is the goal. So, yeah, you might have a temporary respite, especially you live in a rural. Even if you live, let's say you live in a rural county of a more liberal state. But I live in a liberal city and county of a conservative state. But... Kind of like like I tell my traditional Latin friends where Pope Frankie came and, and uh, put a crackdown essentially on those who wanted the Latin mass and how now it's going to be up to the bishop that you have to get the permission of the bishop. Whereas before Pope Benedict said any any priest who can do Latin, say Latin, can do the Latin mass, any parish wants it, it's done. Now Francis has gone and put a lot of more regulations on it. So a lot of the Latin mass people are looking at their bishops, and their bishops right now are saying, no, no, I'm not going to interfere. Okay, that's now, because the optics would be bad. Now, there are some dioceses, like in Virginia, where the the bishop's like, yeah, sorry, no more Latin Mass. We've had it for 40 years, sorry. Uh, But you're still at the whim and caprice of this bishop, who the next bishop could just be like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to have Latin Mass. It's it's kind of the same thing here. You know, you, you might... For now, because of the, the, the county or state that you're living, not have to worry about these mandates. But it's coming because the agenda is to never stop. It's like the predator. The powers that be, who are really these supranational entities like Bilderberg, Bohemian, Club of Rome, World Economic Forum, the, you read the white papers. This is the goal. You know, like Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, he said that, and soon or one day, everybody's going to own nothing but be happy. Isn't that slavery? 
And he just reminds me of Mustafu from Zoolander, uh, Will Ferrell's character. Happy, happy. You must kill the prime minister of Malaysia. Happy. Sorry. So look, uh, religious exemption is the way to go because the uh, First Amendment, I know most Americans don't know about it, the, the, ten, the, the ten Commandments, the Bill of Rights, but that's what they want because they don't want you to know your civics and your American history. That's the goal of all the uh, change agent leftist teachers in high school, social studies in college. But First Amendment, government can't prohibit the exercise of religion or establish religion. So if you truly have a religious mandate not to have it like I do, mine's more medical and religious. Government can't interfere with that. Now, you hear people, especially if they're in the People's Republic of fill-in-the-blank state or their employers have an agenda, they're like, no, uh, you're not going to qualify for religious exemption. Or, oh, yeah, you want a religious exemption? You're going to have to show all this proof. Proof, 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 proof. And in the past, you didn't have to show proof. Like, think of the Orthodox Jews, the ones who, who practice um, kosher. They didn't have to show proof. They just say, hey, I'm an Orthodox Jew. I can't eat this garbage. The kosher, okay. But now, of course, because they, I think a lot of these apparatchiks, if you know where that term comes from, a lot of these apparatchiks in the, in the, in the county, city, or state, or federal government, health industry, really believe that they can read souls. This person's faking it. They don't They don't really believe it. They're just trying to find a way to get out of the devil's serum. Well, maybe it's true. Maybe. But I think a large majority of those who want or desire to have had religious exemptions have always felt this way. I mean, certainly in the Catholic community, abortion's a big thing. The, the, the devil's serum was grown and cultivated originally from aborted fetal cells, aborted organs, kidneys in particular. So you can't you can't say I'm against abortion on all levels unless it creates a vaccine that might save me. And again, for those of you who are Catholic, say, well, Pope Francis said we should get this. Remember, but the, the popes are only infallible. They cannot hear on, under faith and morals. Uh, they're protected by the Holy Spirit. A lot of Protestants don't understand the idea of infallibility. Uh, no, it's, it's not impeccability. It doesn't mean the pope's perfect and never sins. No. It just means like under certain things, mostly of the deposit of faith and dogma, like the belief of the Trinity or, or something like that, that the Pope can't be wrong because he's protected by the Holy Spirit, as you see mentioned scripturally, like in, in John and Matthew, Gospels of John and Matthew, so forth. Uh, but this isn't faith and morals. So we've had popes who, I mean, he could say that the moon's made out of cheese. I don't have to believe that as a as an obedient Catholic. It's like, okay, well, you can think that. I don't have to believe it. So religious exemptions. Uh, so for some of you, it's tough, right? You might lose your job unless you get the vac. I know the the airline industry. They're coming up on a deadline, November first, where they're a lot, you know each airline's different. Tea break. But some of them are coming up on a deadline where they all have to get vaccinated. And there's you know there's 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 a good. I remember hearing a podcast on this. It's a good third of, third of pilots on the union not taking it. So right now it's not slowing up the, the flights, but if if these airlines all stick to it, like if you don't get the vac, you're going to get fired or on, on unpaid leave, 
you're going to see a lot of cancellation of flights. A lot of things are come to a grinding halt. That's what they want. Lack of travel. Right? Limit your travel. Look at New Zealand. Look at Australia. You look at these these uh, Lithuania, these countries where the, 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 the leadership said we're going to have a two-society society. Those who, who, are, who have taken the devil serum, you can do whatever you want, even though we know people are still getting uh, COVID, even though they've taken the vac, right? It's ridiculous. And uh, then, but those of you who don't, uh, you can't go to restaurants. You can't even go get groceries. I mean, this is this is what they're doing. What's next? We're gonna we're gonna have a star David on our sleeve. Oh, don't compare. That's not fair. Well, look, discrimination is discrimination, is it not? We felt it was wrong to publicly identify people who we felt were in a different category. That's essentially what discrimination is back in 1930s Germany. So why would this anybody be any different? You can't show your papers. You need to show your papers for you to go and do things. This is just as wrong. Tyranny starts slowly, and then it starts skipping, and then trotting, and then galloping. And we're at a precipice. And I have an episode here, Tyranny is Upon Us, where unless we start standing up, all Americans, not just those who are not not vaccinated, because the vax should stand up for the vaxed, unvaxed, because again, it's an exercise of tyranny. But what they do is they keep you in a state of fear. And I've mentioned the Franklin quote all the time. Those who are fearful and give up security, give up freedom for security, deserve neither and get neither. You should be defending those who don't want to get it. Just like, uh, what was his name? Niedermeyer, the guy from World War II, the Lutheran bishop. When they came for the trade unionists, I didn't care because I wasn't a trade unionist. When they came for the communists, I didn't care. I wasn't a communist. You know, he goes to like four of these and he says, when they came for me, there was no one there to rally for me. We have to stand up for freedom, but so many Americans don't understand the concept of freedom. I mean, this is one of the principles of keeping the borders open, right? To bring in people who don't share American values of freedom and limited government. It's one of the reasons we have open borders. So, and then you indoctrinate, inculcate people with leftist values in academia and social media and Hollywood. So this is the whole point is to enter an anti-Christian, post-Christian world where the Christians are considered problematic. I mean, you've seen, uh, who's, our, who's our attorney general? He came out recently and he said that it's essentially terrorist. Anybody who goes against critical race theory, how they're going to target people who go against what, this administration perceives to be normal, normal race theory, and against uh, things that, that that if parents are pushing back against what what the indoctrination is from from the public school curriculums, that's terrorism. I mean, we are entering a frightful time. So I would tell you, don't live in fear. I would tell you. Don't worry about those who can kill you and take your body. Worry about those who can take your soul, as Christ says. What we need is a great awakening, a third great awakening. We really need, I mean, if you read the Old Testament, the Old Testament is clear. It's essentially on the road to salvation history of the eventual coming of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You see the Israelites, it's the same stuff. You see it in the desert with Moses. You see it later in the kingdoms. They... Lapse into idolatry. 
They turn their back on God. Then they start doing abominations. They start sacrificing their children to Baal and to Moloch and to these other gods. God will send a prophet to clear them up. You can read their books. <laughs> a lot of the books are named after them. And then sometimes the people, even after Solomon, when the kingdom of Israel was divided into two before captivity, uh, they would repent a little while. Then they would fall back into idolatry and taking on foreign wives and foreign practices. And eventually, you know, when you turn your back on God enough, what did he do? They were all seized and exiled to Babylon. They were destroyed. They were scattered. The northern tribes were scattered, destroyed. So why would God... Why would God protect this country? We abort 900,000 babies a year. We support... How would I put this? We support uh, Romans 1 things that we shouldn't be supporting as a society. We are in a cesspool right now. And this is what happens when you turn your back on God. As a whole society, we've turned our back on God. So look, I I don't think God needs to protect America anymore. We're not the new Jerusalem anymore like we were in the early 1800s. We deserve to be chastised and punished because we're doing heinous things. Last thing on this non-sequitur episode here. If any of you are running religious exemption for vaccines, if you work for a private company, you can just claim Title VII. Title VII is supposed to protect you under the law from discrimination. You are being discriminated. Um, if you if you work for a public agency, I think you even have more protections under the EEOC for religious exemption. So, I mean, there's two different there's two different mindsets here. There's one where you can play the game and ask for an exemption or do weekly t- tests to avoid getting the vaccine. But there's a, there's a, a strain of thought where it's like I'm not even going to ask because by asking, I'm I'm exceeding and conceding to this principle that I need to ask. So it's more of the civil disobedience. I am not going to ask for an exemption. I am not going to jump through the hurdles because these hurdles are wrong in the first place. Either way, there are free pro bono legal places that will help you if you're in a struggle where your boss is telling you they're going to fire you unless you take the devil's serum. You need to reach out to these places. They will give you free legal. And you need to protect yourself. And look, for those of you who have gotten it, God bless you. That's what you wanted. The point is, it should be choice. It should be choice. Government's role has never been to forcefully do something upon somebody. That is the definition of tyranny. So you lefties who've taken the vac, step back. Stop worshiping humanism. Step back. Go back to God and realize what we do on this planet is so short-term. And stop living in fear that you're going to get this. And, it, and I talked about in the episode on the cognitive dissonance of liberals. A lot of them get it, and then they're like, what? It wasn't as bad as I thought? But they're still supporting the draconian cru- crucifying of those who don't want to get it. Like, we're horrible people. I would tell you to check it, look in the mirror, and as an American, you should protecting, you should be fighting and protecting our rights not to take it because it's tyrannical what the government's doing. But you don't see that because you've been so Kool-Aid drunk by the left and probably by throwing in the handouts too that you don't want to see that, right? Because you're still in this binary. Well, if, if, if I don't support the radical left, and I, that means I, I have to support Trump and I hate Trump. I mean, how binary is your thinking? 
the way. God bless you. Please post an honest review. Appreciate my content. If you have an Apple product, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a little donation, up to defray the cost of hosting this in the server. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth where you see all my articles and all my podcasts are over there. Lastly, follow and subscribe the three feeds that I do, Femaleistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obese Child, and The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.